0: Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football Premier League Podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon and Hector, who are taking a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on in their quest to be crowned the champion for 2021 22 And gentlemen, isn't it nice to have you with us today? And it's always very nice to be here. Thank you. You're like me here also. It's very good. Very pleased. Uh, I'm not sure where having really nice weather it all went. Yes, the weather has been very mixed, hasn't it? I mean, we had some lovely weather there at the end of the last week. Are sure now? You need to have the raincoat with John and the umbrella. Of course, now, lads, game week 36 is still in progress as we are recording. Doesn't finish. We have a few upsets possibly on the pitches and also with our managers because this is going to prove very interesting there's been a little bit of work here with triple captains bench boosts in action certainly has yes i think that uh, some of the managers will be ruining some of their choices however once you cast the dice there's nothing you can do actor anything to add there I think, you know, when the managers will try and do what they want to do, when they do it, and how they do it. And sometimes it doesn't work out for him. You have to go back, to, you know, to uh, the blackboard and start all over again, you know, regroup, check things out. and that. But look, I look forward. It's very nice, very interesting. You know, I think that uh, for some teams in the actual league, there's the big changes, big impact, big results. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, of course, we are not going to be reviewing Game Week 36 just at this time. This episode, of course, has something different in store. For quite a while, Eamon has been looking to try and get an interview with her manager. As you know, listeners, we always like to hear our managers their take on the league, how things are going. A couple of the managers are pod shy at the moment. However, Eamon has succeeded where others have failed. Eamon, you're grinning like a Cheshire cat with this interview. People are going to ask how you managed to get this. Persistence. That's the word, Hector. That's what you need to uh, listen to. Persistence. All right. Okay. I auto. who is it? Who no, I said persistence. Seriously. I, look, I was very pleased to get this interview and uh, it's, it was a pleasure actually to interview the manager. Some people probably will wonder how it goes with their sparks. But I guess you'll have to listen to the interview, folks, to find out how it went. Yes, indeed, because Eamon is interviewing none other than the manager of the Arkham Avengers football team. None other than the spoofer. I hope, Eamon, you didn't call him that when you were talking to him. Well, sometimes these things just slip out. Okay, Hector, roll it there and we'll have a listen to it. Today I'm uh, joined by the manager of the Arkham Avengers, uh, Patrick. It's uh, a pleasure to finally sit down with you to meet you after all this time. Thank you, Eamon. It's nice to be here. Yes. And uh, I hope you do realize that when I am critiquing or analyzing the actions and your teams, that there's nothing personal in it. I do it for all of these uh, managers. And I know some people would say that I'm quite uh, hard on you. They would probably say, give this guy a break. But, uh, you know, I think I hope that you're understanding that That part of parcel of the analysis and the views that we pundit have uh, when it comes to the fantasy uh, football managers. I quite understand, Damien. Yes, I quite understand. By far, you're the most experienced fantasy football manager in the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football League because this is your 14th season. And in this regard, many would look to you and say, this is a manager who knows the football business inside out. He's got the knowledge. However, when I look at your previous seasons, and indeed we look at the current season, a person may be forgiven for thinking that you don't actually have that much experience, or certainly you're not showing it. Your best overall rank in 2011, 2012 was 160,451. That's the rank you you reached in that season. And then We look at your best points total. Well, that's 2020 22. And in that season, you got 2,203 points. Now, not taking anything away from your results, but why do you think that you haven't bettered your overall ranking you achieved back in 2011, 2012? And why aren't you in the top 100,000 managers or even the top 50,000 managers? I don't think you can say any manager knows the business of football inside out. You said it yourself many times that football is a fickle game. It constantly throws up surprises, matches and results don't always go the way you want them to go. You expect them to go. Take for example Manchester United and Brighton and Hove Albion last Saturday. Nobody would have expected Brighton to win 4-0, but they did, and so, yes, Manchester United have issues to address, but you as a fantasy football manager, if you're selecting players from Manchester United, you're selecting them with an expectation that you're going to get a decent number of points from that match, from those players. That's what it's all about, is that you're looking for a return. Now, Knowledge is ever learning, and I learn from season to season, trying to bring some of that experience with me from the next season. And sometimes you're going to get lucky. Sometimes the player selection goes your way. You know, player might have a good match. You're going to get points and bonus points. But, you know, you're really, really relying on their performance. Are they going to get selected for the match? And the players, could they pick up an injury at the last minute? It can happen that you can have your team locked in, transfers made, and then learn that one of your players isn't going to play at the last moment. And there are factors that each manager has to contend with. You ask me why I'm not in the top 100,000 or 50,000 managers in the world. Firstly, there are a lot more players and managers in the Fantasy Premier League now than were about in 2011-2012. And as a result, it's tough to break into that top 100,000. Secondly, getting the right consistency between your team, your transfers and your results is tough. Managers, players all take a dip in their career at some point. Now, yes, I'd like to be in the top 100,000 managers. You tell me any manager who wouldn't like to be there. However, even good managers have to accept that you're not going to be at the top all of the time. Currently, I'm in third position. The table of the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football Premier League. I finished third last season, and hopefully I'm going to retain third spot. So, in my view, that's good. That's consistent. It's no more than the likes of tobogger Six retaining second spot with a new manager this season, uh, who's in first place, and they themselves said it in an interview that they feel quite lucky. Will they be as lucky next season? Now, that's the unknown entity. Who knows? Although. Look, they make some and have made some very good player selections. So my view, look, they're applying skill here as well. So I said, what you're saying is that you're actually quite happy to settle for a third place. Is that, is that it? It's not about settling for a place or a position on the table. It's about doing the best you can, especially when you've other managers vying for places. And would you say that you've done your best in this season? The honest answer Yeah I have done the best I could do although I know I could have and should have done better that comes with the benefit of hindsight however I battled and tried to come up with tactics in order to stay in the hunt for a top three finish and I think when I look back I'll be able to say I did my best and I take that with me and that's it there's nothing more I can do about it. Thank you for that. Now my second question here is you said that you could have and that you should have done better. What were your mistakes this season? I think using my wildcard in game week four, and then the free hit in game week three, eight, they were a little bit maybe rushed. I think it's Hector said that, uh, I believe he, in one of the shows that he said that he'd use a free hit first in order to see if there's any of those players that he brought in that were worth keeping. And if they were, then he might often use the wild card. Can I ask... And if this is the case, why did you use the wildcard in game week four? Look, game week one started off well with 82 points. In game week two, I picked up 48 points. In game week three, I got 50 points. And so in those three matches, my average was 60 points. The overall average for the fantasy premier league at that point was 59.6 points therefore i was hitting average but i need to get an edge and figured i'm going to use the wild card it didn't really work out as the average for game week four was 57 points and i got a grand total of 69 so in essence the wild card earned me 12 points and then in game week five the average was 55 points and for that week and i think i got 51 points for the next couple of game weeks, I was still below the average points per match and decided to try and halt this by opting to use my free hit in game week 8. Then at least things turned around. Instead of dropping further down the league table, I managed to stick in 6th place. You then used your second wildcard in game week 23 and... With using it, you managed a total of thirty-three points, while the average for that game week was thirty-five points. You would have to agree that that would be a waste of a wild card. I would agree. I couldn't disagree with you. Amen. Any manager who is playing a wild card is firstly looking to maximise the points for that week, and secondly to introduce players who will continue to bring in the points. G- game week twenty-three just didn't work out. Probably one of the factors there was bringing in, uh, probably bringing in the likes of Dennis and King and uh, McAllister didn't help your cause. Yes, look, those players, they didn't really go on to achieve results that you would have expected. And Look, you could say that about a lot of players, I think. You take a point on a player, it works, it does work. On to question number three. Can I talk to you about transfers for a moment? If I may. This season, so far to date, you've had 68 transfers. By far the most transfers that any of the managers in this league has made. In fact, Sari KTB has 61 at the moment, while Blightsum Squad has 53. Why have you made so many transfers? Especially when you look at some of the other managers in this league. They've made 51 46, 40 transfers, 39, 28 transfers, and yet you have 68. I'm curious to get uh, an insight into this. I don't think a manager should be afraid to make transfers. Every transfer I've made has been made with the view of improving the team. It doesn't always work, I'll admit. I've gone for a player who has shown form and instead then they don't play or they don't start the match or they come on as a sub during a match or sometimes they just haven't performed on the pitch. You have a player maybe injured and maybe there's a player I need to bring in. Possibly, yet yeah, the funds are a bit on the low side. Can't afford to bring him in. And in those cases, yeah, look, I'd uh, end up doing two transfers where I was really regionally looking at just to do the one. I certainly didn't set out to have 68 transfers this season. It's the highest number I think I've ever had and just goes to show you the transfers add up as the season progresses. It's all about trying to get a player who is going to make a difference to your team when you've got 100 million to start off. Some of that money is not going to go very far, especially when you're talking about the price of the players for Salah, De Bruyne, Son, Kane, even the likes of Ronaldo. This brings me back to having to make two transfers instead of the one. But then couldn't you say that this is a reflection on you as a manager, not setting up The team in a way that will allow you to have sufficient funds. After all, the money management side of things does come on the obi too as the manager. So the book lies with you. Well, when I'm setting up the team, I don't go out and decide I'm going to field any old eleven players. I've got my benches well to consider. I'm looking to put together an effective team from the goalie straight through to the forwards. And especially this season, we've had a lot of these double game weeks where. Managers, including myself, thought, here's an opportunity. I'm going to make a couple up, up a couple of points, only for the player. They didn't play both matches, or they got a minus points. So it hasn't really worked out. For me, transfers are the cog of evolution of your team. You know, to rebuild, a halt, a slide, a slump. And if sometimes that means a minus eight or a minus 12 hit, then, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Or Maybe even those instances where you decided to have a minus 16 point hit. Yes, well, that's part of it when you're trying to do something different, which you hope or you expect might have a positive impact on your team for that game week and for several game weeks. Taking this into consideration, do you think that your repeatedly bringing in players has hammed your season? The players I'm talking about are the likes of Rafina, Bowen, Gray, Antonio Ronaldo, let's say, let's include also the likes of the Jimenez, they're being put in, they're being put out, brought back in only for you to be putting them back out again. That has to have an impact on your team and on your points. Yes, some players didn't fulfill their potential this season. I don't think that I'm the only manager who would have been disappointed in investing in a player only to find that they're not doing the business on the pitch. And in those cases, you have to move them out. Then, you know, they start to show form maybe a couple of matches later and you're starting to reconsider and think, this guy is doing what I need. Bring him in only to realise, look, he's gone back into a slump or whatever it is. I should have left him out. You live and learn. This brings us nicely on to question four. As you said already, you're learning something from each of the season. What do you intend to bring with you that you've learned from this season into the 2022-23 season? Perhaps not to pay too much attention to the hype with some players. I expected more from, you know, the likes of Lukaku and even from Sancho. Definitely, I'll have less transfers. I'll try and hold on to the wide card for a little bit longer. Can't make any promises on that. I also think maybe allowing players settle in during the first five to six game weeks. I'd also say for myself and for other managers out there is steady your pace. Don't have any knee-jerk reactions where there's a double game week. If there's a player you have in your team or maybe you're thinking about bringing a player in, considering you want to make them a captain, just have a think about it. You've seen this season where players who were made a captain during a double game week ended up getting less points than some of the players got for just playing one match and you'll be pleased to know that this is the fifth and final question as we draw this interview to a close this season saw nine new managers join the Arkham Avengers fantasy football league as you know the panel have been analyzing them during the season their tactics their captaincies, their can I ask you, in your view, who do you think has really shown who stepped up to the mark and has pushed and them, put themselves into a decent position on the league table, maybe taking into account this might be their first year? Well, firstly, I have to say all of the managers who've been participating have added to this league this year. Each of them selected a team. They took time to enter. And I applaud them for this. I know, Eamon, you've remarked um, yourself and Hector and the, the host that some of the managers have apparently gone off on gardening leave, but they did put a team together. That team is still there and they're still picking up points. Sari KDB hasn't put a foot wrong. He set a marker for the other managers you know, catch up with him and he's managed to keep a distance between himself and especially, you know, Tobog or Six. Though Jerry didn't give up this season either and we can see that when he dropped to third, he bounced right back up to regain second place and he's pretty much made that his own. Then you've all the new managers such as Raglan Road, Lafayette Lions, Legion 11, the Mighty Defenders. Ain't got a clue. You know, these guys have all been in the top 10 for so long. It's great. It's a great achievement for them and it's, it's not easy staying in the top 10, and I'd love to see them all back next season. Blytham squad then came back for season two, looking to push for that top three finish. Hopefully, they're going to come back next season, and they'll have learned so much from this year. I feel they're going to be main competitor for a top three finish. And you know, when you look at can we win again, they're going to want to regain this trophy they won last year. Uh, they had a decent start to this season. And then I think it was from about game week six, they dropped off and they just didn't seem to be able to regain the momentum again. Maximum effort, you guys have said many times, they show so much great potential. I think maybe when they get a run, they need to push on it. And look, the 2021 22 season, it just didn't work out for What a Beauty 99. We talk about having luck. And it didn't look like it, they had it this season. They made transfers, and yet they're struggling to get out of the bottom end of the table to find form. And that happens. There's, there's nothing more you can do about it. It would be great if all these managers returned. Not sure if they will, or who knows. Maybe we might have a few new managers, which would be great. Perhaps your Ginger Pool, Mihalz, Tiger Tokens might be back. Sometimes you know, manager needs to take a year out just to refocus. Thank you for your honesty in your answers and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to join me in this interview it certainly has been enlightening it's always nice to hear what a manager is thinking what they their views their thoughts their approach to when they are managing in the fantasy football leagues and as I said before I might be one of your toughest critics But I'm an honest critic and I always give praise where praise is due. I must add that you do entertain us with some of your tactics at times and it's always a pleasure to see what changes you are making to your team. I do wish you all the very best for the next season and that uh, you will continue to enthrall us with some of your tactical moves and maybe not so many transfers. Well, I'd like to say, I Eamon, thank you for the interview. It's been a pleasure, and it's always great to chat to you, listen to you guys. The podcast is really interesting. I'd just like to say, you know, to all the other managers, it's been a great season. Well done to them. They should be pleased with finishing the season. Nobody dropped out, which is always great. And look, uh, you guys keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we certainly will continue to do as best we can on the show. I'll pass on your regards to the host and to Hector and Captain Fantastical Mick And once again, it's been a pleasure to interview. Thank you also, Eamon, for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Yes, you take care also. Take care. Well, now, Eamon, I have to say, that was quite a civilized interview. I expected that there was going to be sparks and words flying round there. And instead, it sounded like the two of you were having a little old chinwag. Hector, what did you make of that interview? Now that you've listened to it. I have to say, I thought it was uh, very enlightening. It's very always good to hear what manager want to say. And I think that the Arkham manager came across very honestly. He very uh, fortnight, uh, also very, uh, you know, uh, recommending of other managers, he uh, you know he answered questions. There were no bluffing around there, and uh, you know I think it was very good. I, I have to say I, I will listen to it a second time now afterwards after this show to hear him there again. Yeah, I have to say, Amen. It was very civilized. It was a it was a good interview. Yes, it was a good interview, and like I think there was a perception that. Yes, there would be sparks between the two of us. As you know, I do sometimes be, like, let's just, let's be honest about it, a bit hard on the spoofer. But that's because I'm honest. And the spoofer is honest also. And he says how much he enjoys the show. And he does listen to what we have to say. And he tries to improve. Sometimes he doesn't succeed. But then he said, if he was perfect, we'd be giving out about that. You know, he's right there. Very good. Very good point to make. Yes, I thought it was uh, an interesting point to make. Mm, Well, okay. Well, that's the interview done there. Hector, have you anybody lined up for an interview? Uh, No, I have no one lined up for an interview yet, but if any manager want to uh, contact the show and want me to interview, no problem. I can do that. Very good. man, you won't be interviewing anybody else soon, will you? Not at the moment. No, not unless, maybe, if, uh, Canary we Wished to be interviewed. They might not want to be interviewed by me. They might want Hector. They might want you Captain Fantastical Nick. But it's, uh, entirely into them. You've sent out the invites. I have indeed. I've sent out the invite to all of the managers, any managers out there who want to be interviewed. And that's as much as we can do. Well, Eamon, thank you for that. Hector, thank you for joining us on today's show course as I said listeners we will be reviewing game week 36 and it's all done and dusted and we'll have a look to see how the lay of the land is and so it's a goodbye from Hector a uh, goodbye and a goodbye from Eamon <laughs> goodbye and uh, I look forward to coming back next week and from myself also I would just like to thank you our listeners for joining us today thank you as always for subscribing for listening to us and coming back week in week out to hear what we have to say if you want to get in touch with us email addresses is Arkham avengers ffpl at gmail.com you'll also find us on twitter and on facebook details of those are in the show notes and until next week wherever you're in the world a very good morning to you a very good afternoon a good evening a good night do take care stay safe and we shall be back Slow.